welcome to the inaugural inaugural is that right <laughs> it's all right uh the first of the show is called chasing c-notes the podcast and this is a podcast dedicated to the boston celtics and of course we can't go any further without introducing ourselves my name is Sirik. i'm gonna be uh hosting this podcast with my co-host Larry, all the way from Georgia. Introduce yourself, Larry. You know, you know, Larry Love, and what's going on, guys? What's going on? And we're gonna talk about on today's podcast about the Celtics roster. We're gonna talk about the uh, Celtics team individual work, and then we're gonna do our predictions. We're going to talk about the games in October and November, and I didn't mention this earlier, but this is going to be a podcast dedicated to the season and the playoffs, and we're going to start by just doing a monthly podcast, and then when we hopefully get deep in the playoffs, we'll do a podcast for each round. So Larry, let's kick it off with, I'm just, I just want to talk about a little bit about the history and I went back all the way to uh 2016 2017 year and that was a year that we actually finished in the conference finals but we were knocked off by the Cleveland Cavaliers the team won 53 and 29 and that was a year where probably my favorite player um and at least uh, in the recent history, we had Isaiah Thomas. Uh, Larry, what did you think about that year? That was a year that we had Isaiah Thomas, we had uh, Avery Bradley, we had Crawford, we had your boy Marcus Smart, and that was Jalen Brown's first rookie season. Uh, what do you think about that year? Do you think that how would well the Celtics played overall? I think we I think we started off real weak that year. Um, we got IT towards the end, I believe, and it started turning us around. And then we just started rolling. We just started rolling, and, and we started beating teams that people didn't think we could beat. And I think that was, I think that was a crucial year for us because it, it let us know that that hey, we can play, you know. And um, so I think that was a really good year for us to kind of you know step up. You know, we we struggled with some teams like our teams. I think Atlanta. We struggled with Cleveland had our number. Um, but we did really well that year, and um, I think that was the year we did. Uh, we played well, played um, Rondo. Yep, that was that, that was the year we played Rondo. And I, overall, I think you know for expectations, I think they went above and beyond. They overachieved, but at least you knew Brad Stevens was a good coach. You knew he can at least um, you know take us to the promised land, not all the way up, but at least to the conference channel. So then we look at the following year, 2017, 2018. And that was a year that we had uh, Irving. That was a year that we were really stacked. At least overall, we had Irving. We had, it was uh, Tatum first year. He didn't play much because it was his rookie year. But we had uh, Brown. We had Tatum. We had uh, Morris, one of the Marcus uh, brothers, one of the Morris brothers. We also, that was a year that we got Gordon Hayward. So, overall, we had high hopes for that year. Isn't that right? Yeah, we started off 0-2 that year. And we were just we were just on a down, Gordon Hayward. And then 
outside of winning games. Crazy. Well, uh, that was that was a year that maybe on the first offensive play that Gordon Hayward went down. He had that yeah. freak freak ankle injury, and we we thought that that year was was a uh, you can throw it out. But then the the team went fifty five and twenty seven. The team went did did amazing things, created a lot of miracles. I think we started seeing a lot of Brad Stevens uh, special plays at the end. Uh, we just started doing a lot of great stuff. Marcus Smart started making some of his great steals, and it was it was beautiful how we started putting everything together. And again, the Cleveland Cavaliers had our numbers. They basically won uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. So we made the finals, Eastern Conference, back-to-back years, which was, to me anyways, was very impressive for this, for this team. So then... <laughs> Then we get into the 2019-2020 year, which is, uh, you know, the pandemic year. They finished 48 and 24, but in the bubble, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. So that's three years in a row that they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals by Brad Stevens. And they still couldn't get over the hump. And that was, I think that was a year that um, we had Jalen Brown, but then like, Everyone else, that was a year, well, that's a year that Tatum Brown kind of started opening eyebrows, right, Larry? Oh, yeah, that that was, uh, that was, uh, that was, uh, oh, uh, AI, it was after Irvin. So Irvin was gone, and uh, Brown and Tatum kind of just took front seat, and they, they started doing their thing, and um, uh, I think they were still trying to figure out how to play with each other, and everybody was still trying to figure out what what's going to look like, but... Um, you know, we, we, we ran ran through in that bubble. Tatum was at his high. Tatum was starting to have his high. And that, and we also had Kemba Walker, so it's not like it's not like listen, the last the last four seasons, the last three years, we had Isaiah Thomas, we had Kylie, Kylie, uh, Kyrie Irving, and then we have Kemba Walker. So we actually had scoring guards, we had passing guards, so and we had Gordon Hayward too. So it's not like you know, I don't, I don't want to say that the season was, you know, except <laughs> except for the pandemic, that was a pretty good season. Yeah, it was just really choppy. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. You know, just like that lockout season that the Spurs won, it's going to have an asterisk on it um, because you're not playing in someone's arena. You're playing in uh, at Disney, so I just think that's always going to have an asterisk on it. But you know, it is what it is. And I, I think uh, I think we learned a lot about the Celtics. And um, you know, the next couple years were were different. Yeah, because then we have the Ime Udoka season, the 2021-2022. This was the season that we actually made it to the finals. We actually beat the Heat in the conference finals. So Brad Stevens, of course, he took a promotion. Now he's a general manager. So this season, they played defense. They played probably the best defense that they had in the last couple of seasons, but they came up short and this is this is something that forever and i remember talking to you larry and talking to ron and talking to my friend steve 
our friend Steve, they had so many turnovers in the final, so they needed a point guard. They didn't have a true point guard. So what, other than that, which I feel like we kind of fixed, what did you think about that season, Larry? I, I think that was a great season. <clears throat> I think, uh, you know, we definitely, you know, showed what we can do. Um, I think we had, uh, like, the, one of the best uh, second halves of the season that anyone's ever had. And we started winning games like ridiculous, you know, winning against everybody. And they were blowout, blowing these teams out. And um, I don't know if we got burnt out. I don't know what happened. Um, but um, we just weren't able to finish. And like you said, the turnovers is what, what caused it. So there was a couple of players that we needed that we did not have. But I'm thinking that we have those players now. I don't know about you. Well, then, then we talk about, let's talk about last season. Because last season, uh, Joe Mazzula takes over because of the whole email with Doka scandal. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It's kind of personal, but he doesn't, you know, he doesn't get that time frame. And I'm not making excuses for him, but he doesn't get that time frame to kind of take over the team as head coach, right? He doesn't get that summer where you know he's going to be the head coach. And they end up losing to the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. So, so they've basically made the Eastern Conference Finals every year consecutively for five years. Um, and then the turnovers pop up again. Larry, what happened this time? Uh, I, I think a lot of preparation. You know, I, I put a lot of the uh, the emphasis on the coach uh, that didn't have these guys ready. Um, and before you know it, we were down 0-3. I mean, the only thing I mean, the only thing that kept us from winning that series was a, was a bad ankle injury from Tatum. But I just feel like there was a lot of preparation. There was a lot of turmoil in the locker room, and it started sneaking out. And uh, but bottom line, the reason why we lost that that last game was was turnovers again. Just taking care of the ball, like we do need to have true point guards, and. Um, and if we have that, we're good, but we can't have Tatum. And as long as Tatum and Brown are, they don't need to be dribbling the ball through through the crowds. Yes, I, I agree 100%. Basically, and I think I think this year that they have fixed that. I think this year that they have fixed that. So let's, let's jump right into it. Let's just go into our roster review for 2023-2024. And the point guards, we both agree that it's a B on the team. Uh, Larry, what do you like about these point guards? I, I like I like our point guard. Uh, you know, White was kind of roller coaster for a little bit, but now he's finally like in his own. Um, I think he had a breakout season last year. Um, after the baby, it's been on another level. And um, of course, I'm a big fan of, of Peyton Pritchard, so I know that he's going to help us out a lot now that he's getting some playing time. And, and then we have a lot of guys that can handle the ball. Um, you know, Drew Holiday can really handle the ball really well. Uh, so I think that was some, some good ball handlers. Yeah, I think, I think having Drew Holiday, having Pritchard, having White as your primary ball handlers is going to improve in that turnover because if you give the team the other ball, you can't score. There's so many bad things that can happen when you have a turnover. You don't really control the, the game. So, yeah, I agree. I only I only didn't give them an A because 
compared to the other point guards that they've had in the past seasons, Isaiah Thomas, Kimba Walker, Kyrie Irving. I feel like it is a step back, but I don't think that, you know, I don't think that these are going to be ball hoggers like those point guards were. So I feel good about these point guards. Um, what we both agree that the shooting guards, it's a B. Uh, Larry, what do you like about the shooting guards? I just like the, the way we can, you know, we can move players around. There's players that can play shooting guard and point guard. Uh, Drew Holiday could be a, a shooting guard. Uh, Joe Brown could be a shooting guard. So we have the, the flexibility where we can move a lot of players around. I think that's what's, what makes us really good. So whatever lineup we want to throw at, you know, we have players that can play multiple positions. And I think that can create, you know, matchup issues. Uh, for the- I agree. I think that obviously the shooting guard is going to be, you know, Jalen Brown uh, when they go small, when they want to go really small. Um, or when, I'm sorry, when they go big, and he can play the three, he can play the two. So I, I, I have high hopes that uh, the shooting guard should be, should be on lockdown because we have Jalen Brown uh, playing. Uh, I don't know about this other, I mean, J.D. Davidson as a shooting guard, he's more of a point guard to me, but I guess because he can score, I guess you can you can leave him there. Um, yeah, so I, I feel good about the shooting guard. Um, the next position that we have is small forward. We both went with an A. I mean, you really... Larry, you really can't get this wrong, right? No. And you got to understand with a small forward, you know, Brown can play small forward, Tatum can play small forward, and that's pretty much it. That's not who you want to be facing uh, when you're playing small forward. Those guys are just tremendous defensively. They just make them tough cuts. So there's really nothing else I could put there but an A. Yeah, I mean, Tatum is going to be, again, the heart of this team as far as the superstar and I feel like he's unguardable when he has it on inside outside he can rebound he can steal when he wants to I think when Ime Udoka was here he played probably his best defense and I think that Joe Mazzula is gonna challenge him to be like hey you need to play defense on this team especially now that Overall, I think the team is going to be offensively driven. Um, let's move on to power forward because we both give them give them a high grade and A. Larry, what do you like about this uh, power forward? I, again, just rotation. I mean, power forward. Tatum can play power forward. Porzingis can play power forward. So you have a lot of different things you can throw at them. Um, I think that's the reason why he's just you know we're, we're number you know offensively, defensively, you have a good spot there. Yeah, power forward, I mean, again, if they go small, you can put Tatum, plug them in. I really, from the preseason that I've seen, it's not a lot of games. This Lamar Stevens uh, that they got, he actually has potential. I know that his, his second season, they got him, um, uh, let me just see real quick, because where he was drafted. He came out of Penn State, he played with the Cleveland Cavaliers for a couple of years. I I really like this Stevens guy, and he's not gonna be, he's not really there for 
to give Tatum a break, but at least you know with him that he's capable of uh, coming in when 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 the lineup needs to get big, right? Right, right. Uh, let's move on to the centers. We both downgraded to a C. Uh, Larry, what's worry about this uh, center position? Uh, we just we just don't know. We just don't know. You know, you know. The only thing we have left of a center that's proven is Al Horford, and we don't want to have him play heavy minutes. Um, so right now, I just had to put it down to C. Um, you know, yes, Rob Williams wasn't the Rob Williams that we we wanted, but now he's gone completely. Uh, so I just feel like we just need more time to see these centers improve and, and see what we can do with them. But for right now, based on who we have to play, you know, you know just, just we just need something stronger at center. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know having Pazingas is definitely an upgrade from last year. And having Al Harford and then you have Luke Cornett. And then they just got this guy from the Lakers, uh, Nemus Keda. Um, I'm sure I'm butchering the name, but... At least they have some bodies to throw, right? Because Pusingas, I feel like people are, I know that he's not a defensive star, right? He's not a Rob Williams, but at least he can play. At least he can play. So um, this is the only thing that worries me because you know that Al in his minutes, he's getting older. He's 37. I just don't see him playing too, too many games. Um and then I see Bozingas as definitely being an op- offensive upgrade, but defensively, I don't know. I mean, can you call him a rim protector? I know he's seven three, but come on. No, I mean, uh, I really like Bozingas at power forward more than center. I know they played him a lot at center in preseason. Um, you know, I hope that we could get something to fill that spot. Because imagine if we had Porzingis playing power forward and Tatum at small forward. Uh, that would just be so dangerous to any team. Uh, yes, this is definitely uh, one of those that we're going to be watching. We're going to definitely be watching. Um, let's move on to the, to the substitutions. Because this is where I told you before the call, I could have easily gone a D. I went with a C because I want to be uh, raised, but... What what do you what do you think about the subs a bench? I think that C is really all just Peyton Pritchard right now. It's about time we got him some some playing time. Got his contract. However, we lost Grant Williams. Uh, we lost a lot of depth in, in our in our subs, and now we have these these people who are just unproven. They, they you know they they could play well, but do we have that time to kind of get them to gel? And even if we kind of put some of our, our stars in there with them, how will they work with them? So there's just a lot of, lot of question marks, and that's why I gave them a C, because they, they really got to prove themselves. I'm hoping that we do have some blowouts so they can get more playing time and we can actually kind of see them work together. Yeah, I mean, other than Pritchard and maybe Al Horford, who's going to be you know, your six and seven player, Luke Cornett, I know they brought him back, but... You know, to me, he's just another body, another six fouls that they can put out there. But then, you know, other than Stevens and Hauser, I really, I know Jordan Walsh, he's a rookie. Everyone else is just, you know, what can they do? Are they going to be just bodies? Are they actually going to have minutes coming off the bench? I just don't know. 
Um, yeah, this is this is going to be a question mark for me, anyways. Um, let's look at the coaches because this is going to be Joe Mazzulla's uh, second season. Larry, can we trust Joe Mazzulla? Well, everything we said about him last year, that he didn't have a full season to prepare. He didn't have a staff that was going to help them. He boasted his staff. So he really, it's really, you know, you know, a lot of his team, he just got recently. Um, how is he going to deal with injuries? There's going to be key injuries. So a lot of those things are going to be very interesting to see how he does. But for right now, uh, he's at a C for me. Yeah, I give him a C as well. I think he has a lot to prove. And I know that they got help for him. They have Sam Cassell. They just recently signed uh, one of the uh, Van Gundy brothers. I, I feel like there's going to be – he has a support. I don't know if he had the support last year. I think the staff was one foot in, one foot out. They saw what happened to Ime Udoka, so they, of course, wanted to leave. So, I, I, to me, he has a lot to prove. I feel like last season, they gave him a Ferrari. This season, it's even beyond a Ferrari. I think he has a weld oil machine, at least in the starting five. So, is he going to get a lot of the blame if the season goes down the hill? What do you think? Well, like you said, he's got seven really good players. It's those other five that he's going to have to get out of to get them to the next level. And uh, if he's a good coach, he'll be able to do that. But, you know, at this point, it's it's not going to be easy. Every team, even Orlando, is going to be a tough, tough game. So, Larry, what was your overall score for this team based on our rating system? Um, I, I came up at, at a 585 Averaged out to an 84, so that's that's a little bit under a B. Yeah, I give I get I go in with 595, which came out to an 85, so it's a B team. I wanna, I just can't see myself giving them an A. And listen, we're we're both fans of this team, but is what what are you? What's the hesitation here for you, Larry? Why can't this team be an A? Uh, we saw them do better with less. We saw them do better with less, and we just haven't felt that from them in a while. You go back to the IT years, the Kimball Walker years, even the, even when Kyrie uh, was there, you know, we, we played teams and played them well. Uh, we used to always have Golden State's number. Um, so now that we have one of the best starting fives on paper, we have to, we have to show, we have to show something. And again, the bench is what's, is what's hurting me right now is just because we don't know who they are. Yeah, and I think uh, the, the bench is it's a patchwork. It's basically, you know, who can Joe Mazzula trust during the season that he can just throw out there and not have to worry, right? Because he has to worry about minutes. He has to worry about what... Um, he just has to worry about the whole team, period. So I, I want to see them... That's my hesitation, too. I want to see them be better as far as the uh, substitutions is concerned. Uh, before we get to the Celtics schedule, let's, let's go over the, the award. Who do you have, Larry, as the team MVP? I have team MVP as Brown. 
team MVP is Brown for this year. Um, I think that he's been teetering um, a few years with with being um, more of a than a Batman and Robin, but being more of a Superman Batman with Tatum. And I think he's really got to show it this year that he can handle this team without Tatum. So if Tatum does have an injury and he goes out, what will Brown do? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that um, he's got to show that he's, you know, we we, also, we oftentimes we go, you know, A, A1 or A and B. I think this is, a, this is where he needs to be an A. He needs to show that they need Tatum, but they also need Brown, right? Because I, I, I picked as Tatum as a team MVP, but I feel like the last couple of years, at least since his, you know, since he came up, he was he was drafted. Tatum hasn't had a serious injury, you know, knock on wood. He's not going to have an injury this year, but I just feel like Brown needs to step up. I think, and he said he worked on his left hand and over the summer he worked on turnover so he's gonna have to prove that he's you know he's really uh, an a maybe not yet a superstar he's i mean he's gonna get he's getting paid like one but i want him to like step up and really show that he's unstoppable absolutely yeah he's, he's got the contract one of the biggest ones and he, and he made the all-star team so he's, he's done everything that he was supposed to do. I want to see him score a lot of points, but I want to see the team win. I've seen him score a lot of points and we end up losing. So I want to see him score a lot of points and we actually win. So he's got to do more. Uh, Larry, who is your Celtic defensive player? I put down Tatum. Um, and I, I'm thinking that we're going to see, you know, Tatum do some great defensive plays, but I think that he's going to take it to the next level. You know, we know Brown was working on some things. But Tatum was working on some things as well. I think we're going to start seeing that. You know, every year I see Tatum come up with something new, whether it's some type of uh, layup underneath the basket that he comes up with, something that he figures out that he needs to do in order to become better. And I think the defense is what he's looking for. And I think now that we don't have we don't have Smart, we don't have Brent, uh, we don't have sorry, Rob Williams, we're losing those 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 key guys that we think of as defense. Tatum's going to step up and. If there's a lineup where Tatum goes down to a small forward, you're really going to start seeing some stuff. So, I went, I went with White. I think that last year he showed us some flash. He he should have been at least nominated. I don't know if he was, but I, he should have been nominated for Defensive Player of the Year. I know that the year before it went to uh, to uh, Marcus Marcus Smart, but. He really showed that he can lock down a defender. Now, I know that, you know, when it was time to face Miami, that uh, he wasn't a lockdown defender. But that was because, you know, what's his name? Went out of his out of his mind. He played like he was on top of Jimmy Bucket. So, listen, I want White to have a full season, not come off the bench, not do this whole, like, part-time thing. I want him to start. And I want him to fa- and the fact that now he's fully bold, now that he's not pretending like he has hair. Uh, I, I I want him to like be the mean the mean white the mean uh, Derek White. So I have him a, a defensive player for the Celtics this year. 
Larry, who do you see as the most improved player? I I still got Porzingis. I mean, I I feel like injuries and bad teams have caused him from being who he needed to be. Um, we've seen a lot a lot of moves from him when he was with New York, and he was actually claimed you know and named the unicorn. I think Porzingis is going to even good even better than he was at Washington, and he's going to play really well. And I think that's really going to show us um, what we really, what we really got. So I went ahead and got him. Listen, I want him to play all 82 games. I know that's not going to happen, but I want him to at least be up there in the average because he he was up in the he averaged about 22, 23 points per game with Washington. So we know that the dude can score, and but. You know, if you look back, he only played 17 games uh, the year before. He only played 34 games for Dallas. Yes, he's injury prone, but if you can control his minutes and control his his fouls, I think you got something with him. Um, I didn't nominate him because the injuries. That's the only thing that really worries me about Pusingas, the injuries. I don't know if he's... Hopefully that this year he actually plays 82 games, but, you know, again, this is like his eighth year, maybe? Yeah, maybe his ninth year, so I don't know. Maybe he's getting up there in age. I actually nominated Pritchard. I know he just got a contract extension. I know that he didn't get too much play during the playoffs because he was kind of a defensive liability, but... I really see him dropping the hammer this year. Do you agree with that, Larry? I definitely agree. Pritch is going to drop the hammer. I think that he's always had that in him. He just hasn't had a lot of playing time lately. Um, and I think that he's gotten better as a player. Uh, having him as most improved, that definitely that definitely is a good spot. Um, I did give him some prop a little bit later on. Yeah, so let's let's talk about the six man award. Who do you have, Larry? I got Pritchard. I got Pritchard, you know, coming in and just showing us what a six man can do. Um, we're kind of we're kind of salty that we lost our six man because of issues behind the scenes, but uh, I think we can get another one this year. I actually have as Horford as my six man because I I believe he's going to come off the bench. I don't think he's starting. I think he's going to be a defensive, uh, you know, I think he's going to come up the bench and play defense. He's going to be the primary defender. I do see him going up in rebounds and blocks. I don't think, I think that they got Pasingas because they want someone who's a better offensive um, option than Hartford. I think that, yes, he can, he can put up points, but... He's sort of like hot and cold sometimes. I just don't see that with uh, Posingas. So that is who I nominate as my six-man award. Okay, let's move on to my favorite part is predicting the uh, Celtics schedule. Uh, I'm not going to go month by month because we're going to do that as the season goes on. Well, Larry, what do you have as an overall record? Now, before you say that, Sports Illustrated, FanDuel, DraftKings, they all have the Celtics winning 55, 
54 games, maybe even 56 games. What do you have them winning? I have them winning 55 games, so I'm right on. Um, you know, if you put Sports Illustrated fan doing draft team together, that's pretty much 55. So I do have 55 wins uh, for this year. What do you have them as a home record overall? Uh, home record, I have them at 35 wins. Um, so, you know, they got they definitely got a shot. And um, I have them with uh, 20, 20 with, with on the road. Okay, I went over. I had them winning 58 games. Um, I have them going with 31 home games uh, wins. I have them with 27 wins on the road. I think that I'm really excited to, about this team. I, I think that they're going to play well together. Uh, so far, we've seen White. The starting five is looking like White, Holiday, both Jays, and then Pasingas. I think that that is superb starting five. So I went over. I think they're going to win 58 games. And uh, let's just move into October because October, they have three games. They have New York, Miami, and Washington. Larry, what do you have for those three games? I, unfortunately, I, I think a lot of teams are still not going to understand who the Celtics are. And I think they get hit by that. So I think them winning three games in a row is not is not going to be a surprise to anyone. I think teams will figure out the Celtics a little bit later on, but I think they're going to go three and zero for that for October. And out of those three games, what what do you pick as your favorite game to watch? I got I got the Miami. I really don't want to watch Miami because what you know what we just dealt with last year. So I got the Miami game, and uh, Miami's going to play us really hard. But I think we're going to end up coming through at the end. Yeah, I have them going three and zero as well for October. Uh, I have the Knicks as the game to watch, only because I know the Knicks are the same division, and we're going to play them uh, plenty of times this year. I have that as my game to watch. I don't. I didn't pick Miami because I feel like that game it's a payback game. I don't know if they're even gonna try to. Uh, it's a home game. I'm sorry. It's a it's a home game. Yeah, excuse me. So I I just I feel like it's a payback game. Yeah, I mean, I didn't grab New York because we. I think we just played them, what, what three times in the preseason? Yep. Uh, so, not really going to be excited for us to see them if we win and blow them out now that we're actually playing all, all starters. So, let's let's move on to November really quickly. Uh, what do you have the team going overall for the month of November? Uh, I have them going 11-4. Um, which is pretty, pretty tough. But again, teams are not figuring us out yet. Um, I think we're getting some big leads and we're holding on to them, uh, even with our bench not being really uh, solid yet. So I got a score as 11 and 4. I have them going 12 and 3 overall. And and I, there's a couple of games that we didn't agree on. And I'm just going to quickly go over them. We didn't agree on the Toronto game you have them winning i have them losing so you you think toronto has a bad team 
I, again, I think Toronto is not going to have that's their first look at us. I don't think they're going to have time to kind of figure things out. Um, so I put them down as uh, as us winning that game. Yeah, I, you know, I know that Nick Nurse is not there anymore, but I actually like Toronto roster as it is. Um, I really, really like Onobi uh, as a shooting guard. I know that they kind of like Scotty Barnes and everyone else. I know that they kind of, I, I don't want to say that they're rebuilding on the run, but they kind of like finding out who they are as a team. So I, that's why I got them as a loss. I think they play good defense. Uh, the other team, the other game that we didn't agree, Larry, you have them losing to Philly. I have them winning. That's on November 15th. You like this Philly team? Yeah, they got they got they're playing Philly uh, within a week of each other, and they're both in Philadelphia. And I just feel like the Celtics are not going to be able to get up for that game. Um, so I just have them losing those first two games, and that's going to be actually the Celtics' first losses. Uh, so people are going to be humming a little bit, but you know, I think you know we'll eventually we'll figure out Philly. Uh, we played them uh, briefly in, in the preseason, so I think we'll figure them out eventually. But in the beginning of the season, they're going to have our number. Yeah, I know that they play Philly twice a month, but I think the first time they Philly has our number, but I actually I think they split they split that series uh, that month, and I have them winning because I I think that they either lose against Philly and win, or they win against Philly and lose. I just don't think that they go two and zero against Philly. Uh, the other game, Larry, that you have them losing is Memphis. It's at Memphis on November 19th. Uh, are you still sour about the Marcus Mark? Sour? why? Yes. Yes, I am. And I think Marcus is still sour about it. You know, he's, he's newly married now, so he's going to show them. They're going to give him some, some, some real extra playing time and give him the ball a lot. And I think it's kind of, he knows our, our move. He knows our plays. And I think it's going to affect us a lot. Normally, I would agree with everything you said, but not having your best player on the team. I know Jeremy Moran is still doing the uh, suspension. I, he might be back by this game, but I doubt it. Uh, that's why I got them winning. I, I don't think they're, they're going to be a full roster by then, so I got them uh, winning. I got uh, Celtics winning that game. The other game that we don't agree is November 22nd, which is my birthday. Uh, Ron, you, uh, excuse me, Larry, you got the Bucks winning. I got them uh, losing. So why do you like this Bucks team so much? Uh, the Bucks, I think, is... They're going to be a team in the beginning of the season. There's, there's going to be some key injuries to Milwaukee that might hurt them a little bit later on, but they're going to be coming in tough. And it, they want to prove they can beat the Celtics because the Celtics are going to have one of the best records to this point. So they're going to they're going to get up for this game. And, you know, when they get up for the game, they do play us hard. We're pretty even most of the time, but I think they get us get our number on this one. I I was I was uh, in between, uh, in between uh, 50-50 on this, but then... The fact that we have this playing at home, it's in Boston. The fact that it's the day before Thanksgiving, I, I have them winning this game. I think that Dame, Dame is, Dame is a great player. Don't get me wrong. I just don't see him as a lockdown defender like 
like Drew Holiday or Derek White is. I I feel like this is gonna set the parameter, right? It's gonna say like, hey, we this is one and two basically in the uh, Eastern Conference. This is one and two team. So I think this game is is gonna be phenomenal. That's this is why I it's a much watched game for me, even though I didn't put it on there. It's definitely a must watch. Um, Can Larry, we talk about the next game? Because that's a crap game there. Which game? After Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, after Milwaukee, they play Orlando, at Orlando. This was another game that we didn't agree on. Larry, you have them winning this game. I have them losing because... Listen, we can't beat Orlando for some reason. Last year was very disappointing. Orlando, and I worked for Orlando, and this is, why can't we beat Orlando? Why? Like, what do you think that we are difficult? And Orlando is, you know, from what I hear, is fully healthy. This is a team that we just have issues with. What do you think that this is going to be different? Um, I, I think, again, Orlando's not going to be able to figure us out. Uh, and you see, you know, later on in the year, Orlando will, will figure, us out, figure us out and win some games. Um, those games last year were very sad. Uh, Orlando just kind of pummeled us. And uh, I think we're going we're gonna to know, we're going to remember that, and we're going to be ready for that. Remember, on, on my on my calendar, we just lost to Milwaukee, so we, we want to show the world that we are still one of the best teams. Um, but eventually, Orlando will get, get a win from us because they just – their matchup with us must be just amazing because we just can't figure them out. Listen, if you're right on this one, I'm hoping that you are, but that's why I got them losing against Orlando because for some reason they have our number. Hopefully I'm wrong, but let's just leave it at that. Um, and look, oh, we quickly, we need not uh, gloss over it. Let's do NBA news really quickly. Uh, the hard situation, Larry, where do you stand? in this hard uh, drama that's going on? You know, at, at a, for a moment, I was feeling that Harden was going to get his way. But I like the fact that, you know, Damian Lillard did not end up in Miami. Even though he was pushing for Miami, he did not end up there. He's still happy. And Harden has been getting his way for so long. And then he just burns bridges with every team that he gets with. So... I feel like we're going to drag this hard out, and it's not going to be resolved in October. And, you know, and this is why I'm down on Philly this year, because this drama is going to be hanging over there. You know, it's going to be hanging over the team overall, unless they resolve it. And really, the only way to resolve it is to let him go to Houston. But Houston doesn't want him, at least not for what, you know, what the Sixers are offering. So it's like... Are you just going to drag this on for, you know, through minicamp, through the season? Like, what's going on? You're just not going to show up. You're going to get fined every day. I don't know how this ends. Um, the other set of news is Iguodala retired. That is, that is our first show for the uh, Chasing C-Notes podcast. I want to thank you all for listening in. Please uh, subscribe if you can. We're going to have uh, monthly installments of the show until the playoffs. So until we talk next time, let's go Seas. Hey. 
Hey guys, thanks again for watching. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on uh, Shut Your Mouth Podcast at gmail.com. That's shutympodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us on Twitter or on Instagram at SYM Podcast. Thanks again.